Peace be with you. Hi, this is Father Roland, and greeting all of you on this Labor Day, the uh, 6th of September. And I wish everybody to have a really great and uh, enjoyable day as you spend time with family and friends. Today, I'd like to reflect on the gospel from yesterday, beautiful gospel of Christ healing this man who is mute and has a, a speech impediment, and of course, he, uh, he's uh, deaf. If you notice, uh, Christ is in the uh, Decapolis okay, area. Okay, Now, when I was in the Holy Land uh, several years ago, one of the guides told us that if you go to the Sea of Galilee and imagine if you could draw a line from Tiberias, which is the south of the Sea of Galilee, up going north to Bethsaida, you draw a line, and on the western side of that line, of the east, western side of the lake, is the Israel, you know, the Jewish settlements. And if you go to the right, it's the uh, pagan territory or the Greco-Roman territory, you know, where Jesus is ministering. It says in the Gospel, uh, again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. Huh? Decapolis, the ten cities. And when I was there, you could see uh, the, from the ruins uh, the Greco-Roman uh, style of architecture. Well, here's Jesus. Huh? People brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. So Jesus uh, took the man off by himself away from the crowd and put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, touched his tongue looked up to heaven and groaned and said, Ephratha, that is, be open. And immediately the man's ears are open and his speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly. What a miracle, huh? Uh, what a miracle. And Albert Nolan, in his book, uh, Jesus Before Christianity, says that, you know, Jesus performed miracles not to show that he was God, but he acted out of compassion. So here is Jesus uh, acting out of compassion, uh, reaching out to a pagan and curing his deafness and enable the man to, uh, to speak. Uh. If we look at this a little more deeply into this gospel, we see here that Jesus is reaching out, going beyond the borders of Israel and reaching out to humanity. It's like the church uh, evangelizing. And we who are part of the church are called to speak God's word that people may be able to open their ears and listen to God. You know, in our culture, uh, there's so much uh, materialism, uh, there's so much uh, me and my way of doing things, and who are you to tell me what to do? And so there's a lot of voices out there that's contrary to the gospel. And we as Christians, uh, as followers of Christ, uh, we are called to evangelize, to speak God's word, because a lot of people are deaf. They cannot hear God's word. And you notice what happens. Uh, Jesus took the man aside. aside, And we uh, are also called to take people aside to speak to them you know, on a one-on-one and to proclaim, uh, to help people open their ears. Huh? Open their ears that they may hear God's word. Huh? They may hear a God who entering their lives you know, during this time, uh, whether it's in sorrow or experiencing a tragic death or whatever, that we're called to be evangelizers. Huh? And so you notice huh, when Jesus touched the man's ears and touched his lips after he had spitting, 
It's almost like the man experienced the divine energy. You notice he looked up to heaven, huh? looking up to his father, and he groaned. The breath is like the breath of the Holy Spirit. And he says, Ephratha, be open. So the man experienced this divine energy of the Trinity, Jesus, the Father, and the Spirit. And so when we too are engaged with people, we bring the faith of Jesus to them in the Catholic Church. That's evangelization of spreading God's word. And so today, we are called to be like Christ, to be vibrant disciples. As we always say, our stewardship is using our gifts, our time, our talents, and our treasure in building up the body of Christ. So what a blessing we have as Christians, as followers of Christ, to bring the gospel. And you notice in the second reading from James, it says, Brothers and sisters, show no partiality as you adhere the faith in our Lord, glorious Lord Jesus Christ. So we are not to show partiality to all those that we think are capable of handling the faith, but we are called to reach out to others to uh, let them know about God's blessings and graciousness. You know, in the first reading from the book of Isaiah, Isaiah is speaking to the people after the Babylonian exile in 586, I believe. And he says, Say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not, here comes your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense, He comes to save you. So Isaiah is giving the people hope that even though they are in Babylon, they are away from Jerusalem, that God will come one day to free them, to bring them back to the land of Israel. And so we likewise are called to bring others who are outside the church, to bring them into the full of Christ. Tomorrow, I'll be going to South Dakota, joining the elders, hostels, or road scholars on a little vacation up in South Dakota at the Mount Rushmore, Grand Tetons, and Yellowstone. So I won't be able to have my daily reflections next week. But in the meantime, I keep all of you in prayer. And let's uh, help one another as uh, vibrant Catholics to uh, reach out to others who really need the Lord and Jesus. So again, aloha and mabuhai, long life, and God's blessings.